With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Oh my God, this summer, I just want to be sitting somewhere in the sun, reading a book all summer long. And I know that's not the reality, but I'm going to build this fantasy in my head and Macy's is going to help me do it. Do it. I'm going to get a caftan. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I need you in one of those giant straw hats yes. that says Bon Voyage. Easy. Guys, check out Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside and beach essentials that we need for our summer and yours too. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Hello, friends. Your gals are here for a Q&A. You have sent us some amazing questions lately. Keep them coming. We are amped to jump mm-hmm. into these. Yeah, I just love that people keep coming up with new stuff. I know. I like this question from Lauren. If the three of you could make a cameo appearance together in 
any music video, <laughs> what would you choose? Like anything from Prince. Oh, yeah. uh, come on. I was going to say, is, is it something that already exists or mm. is yet to be created? Oh. Hmm. Interesting. I, see, I never watched a lot of music videos. That just wasn't my, we didn't have cable when I was a kid. And then by the time I was out of the house and had cable, I was too busy to sit around watching music videos. So I, I, don't, I didn't see a lot of them. You know what music video I want to be in? I love Phoebe Bridgers so much. And mm-hmm. her and her two best friends have this new band called Boy Genius. And oh, like yeah, all I saw the them. ladies are wearing cool suits. They're just like a vibe. And I'm like, the three of them, put the three of us in the comet, drive us by like a little, a little like iconic friendship cameo in a in an iconic friendship band feels very cool to me. Like a throwback and then something future. Mm-hmm. Y'all know who had the best music videos? Missy Elliott always <gasps> had the best videos. Oh. And like when you think about like like the girl gang videos of the early 2000s, there was like the yeah. Moulin Rouge video, yep. which was so, it was like Lil' Kim and oh, Pink so and Christina cool. Aguilera and Maya. Like that was so fun. Yep. And then there was Gwen Stefani and Eve did yep. another fucking great, like there were so many hot girl combos in the early 2000s. That's what I'd want us to dip into. Yeah. God, do you remember when Beyonce, Britney Spears, and Pink did that? It was like some soft drink commercial for the Super Bowl. And they it was like a music video and they were dressed up as female gladiators. Oh my God, no. Oh, oh my God, the early 2000s were so, they were just so cool and fun. That, that would be really, that would be chic to like, to go back and be, in something that was the same era as when the show premiered would be kind of a fun throwback. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Lauren, that's a good question. Love it. From Liz, she wants to know, she would love to hear our thoughts on the changes in our character's style after the time jump, mm. uh, filling in the gaps. I really loved Peyton's darker hair and Lucy Flowey tanks, Haley's sassy short hair and mm. teacher mom vibes and Brooke's bright colors and red hair. Didn't Brooke always wear bright colors though? I feel like Brooke was always really vibrant. I don't know. I guess the the style feels different for me for sure with the time jump because of the way we cut my hair, which looking back, I hate so much. Oh, Why? I liked it. Oh God, I hate it. But it was a very, like, it was specifically sort of designed around um the haircut around that wild like lob that had the pointy fronts that victoria beckham did that year Mm, yeah because when we were designing it like with jojo and carol cut shawl and wardrobe it was like okay we have to make her look older and you know if she's looking up to other women that are sort of pioneers in fashion victoria beckham feels like a really cool one for her to look at and so um i think i'm i'm now in Watching it back, I'm like, yeah, it looked really good on Victoria Beckham and less good on me. But I don't agree. I think (laughs) no, it screams Manhattan. You know what I mean? Like for sure. Yeah, that's true. It's clear that Brooke Davis left Tree Hill. And what I would like it just in the episode we just watched, like you're wearing so many adult clothes. Yeah. You know, like it's like a wrap dress and like a shift. And there's a lot of um, maturity 
in what you're wearing, yeah. which to me is kind of jarring because as your loser friend, I'm like, man, like, let's still like wear concert t-shirts and let's just <laughs> dick around. And yeah, I want to be immature forever. I think that our wardrobe department did such a good job giving the three of us really specific looks. Yeah. And I think they all really work for our characters. Yeah. I, I, I look at myself in some of those scenes and I feel like I look like a kid playing dress up, but that's exactly what Brooke is. Mm -hmm. She's a very young professional person in the same way that Haley is probably the youngest teacher at school and she's wearing cute little, you know, capri suit pants and like button <laughs> up shirts. tops, but they've got a shape and like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Peyton's running a record label. She's still dressing like a rock and roll. It and it's, man. oh, stop. It's yeah. like, it's cool. And it, it does. It does really work. You know what I liked about Haley's wardrobe is that you got to it's all like really vintage silhouettes. Like you're wearing all these sundresses and tops that have mm -hmm. like a 1950s housewife undertone. Yeah. To it. Yeah. That suits my body shape for sure. I, but I also like what it means subliminally. It's like Haley's trying to have the American dream. She's trying to have that perfect mm -hmm. life and make it look pretty and cute. Mm -hmm. And there's just always a little bit of Tree Hill drama underneath that mm -hmm. skirt. Always. From Alicia, she says in season one, Keith tells Lucas, referring to Peyton's car, all the prettiest girls have the messiest cars, which is such a funny, I don't know what, what that means, but um, how clean or dirty do we keep our cars? <laughs> I mean, I think that's fun. If that shit is true, then I am gorgeous. <laughs> I, I got two kids and three dogs that get in and out of that car. <laughs> it's on a farm. It's so shit. Oh, God, that's so yeah. good. I, I keep my car pretty clean, but my truck is absolutely destroyed. Destroyed. Wait, because mm -hmm. I remember leaving our first in-person podcast at that hotel <laughs> in L.A. Oh, yeah. And we got you drove Hillary and I home to your house. The worst. In your SUV. And like I got in the back seat <laughs> and was like in between duffel bags <laughs> To be fair, I had all this stuff because it was like costumes and things from our photo shoot that I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it was so funny. We were like, no, we can fit. We'll get in. We'll just, we'll, we'll sit on the stuff. It doesn't matter. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I have historically had a very messy car. And in the last, I would say like six months, I have, I don't know what happened. I turned a corner of maturity oh. in my life. And now my car, like I vacuum it out in the carpool. I mean, in the line just for god's sake joy the school pickup line and um i uh have a little trash can in it and i take all nice. my stuff in in the house after i'm done for the day it's like a really clean car nice. but my truck is not it's destroyed you found serenity i found it sophia i it kind of depends on the day like because there's a lot of days where like all the seats are folded down and my car's full of stuff from the flea market like furniture and you know random things yeah um but i i do have like a when it's empty when there's not you know stuff i'm hauling um i have this trunk organizer that i'm obsessed with it's like a pop-up <laughs> vinyl it's got dividers in it and so in the trunk of my car is very organized it's like sunscreens in the front and then there's a thing where all the reusable bags are and then there's another thing where anything you might need at any moment yeah any anything you might need like <laughs> the camp counselor in me will never die snacks tampons advil <laughs> yeah anything non-perishable you know there's an earthquake kit in there like just in case 
But what I like about that is I can lift it in and out of the car. So like if I'm going to the flea market, aside from keeping the sunscreen in there, like I take most everything out so that I've got room. But I I like having something that keeps it tight. Ugh, I just find old fruit snacks and boogers and like all the kids stuff. Crumbs. I'm growing mushrooms in my car. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Gross. Uh, All right. Well, thanks for making us out ourselves. Oh, Coralie's got a good one on the subject of our characters trying to be grownups. She says, was it hard to switch from high school kids to young adults in just a few months time? Did you like the new dynamic in your characters playing people closer to your age? Well, it wasn't hard. Our characters had no parents anyway. Like, yeah, high school was a free for all. It just made more sense. It made a lot more sense. And you know, to the point of the question, we were finally playing closer to our own age. Mm-hmm. You know, it it felt easier. And I don't know, there there was there was, I think, a little more space to be human. We didn't have as much worry about what these characters were doing in high school, what that was modeling for yeah, high school exactly. kids. You know, so I, I think it really relieved um some of the pressure. Yeah, yeah, I definitely felt that. Mm. Yeah, I also liked that, you know, we could hang out in bars and stuff like all the time. Like the scenes of us hanging out in Trick and it not being like, what is that weird all ages club the kids are yeah. at? Like it just, <laughs> I could relate so much more to it. Yeah. Yeah. Five year jump. I like it. Mm hmm. <laughs> Um, how do we film montage scenes? Are they written in the script and filmed as short as a few second clips? Or are the scenes longer and they cut them shorter to make a montage? No, we just film them short. Hi, Carla. It's a nice question. But montages, so, you know, if if there's a, a sequence that cuts from, you know, Brooke and Peyton to Haley and Nathan to Lucas and Lindsay, each of those sequences is... At, at the shortest, an eighth of a page in the script. So it'll be, you know, scene 67, Brooke and Peyton fade to scene 68, Nathan and Haley. And it'll it'll give a description. It'll say like, you know, interior, Nathan Haley's house, living room. And it'll give a description of what they're doing. If there's dialogue between the characters in a montage, then they'll be longer. But they still each take a, an hour at minimum to shoot. You don't um, you don't just get to like set up a scene and film it for a few seconds and be done. It's it's yeah. a very um, technical and arduous process. And they still get often, you know, filmed with three cameras to make sure you have options for the yeah. the size of the scene in the edit, because your editors need options for things depending on how the scenes are gonna cut together. So they look nice and quick. <laughs> Why they write them often to be an extension of the scene that you just watched, like on the same set, kind of like yeah. moments later, rather than completely separate shots of somebody yeah. who you've only ever seen in you know one or two sets, and now they're completely someplace else walking down the street. That's a whole huge setup. So they often put them in the spaces where we're already going to be so that because it's already set up, it'll be much faster to shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise it's, it's too complex. It adds too much time 
to the schedule and it's too expensive. Like you, you have to think of every set you're on as a as having a cost because company moves cost time. And so they have to learn to be really efficient with that stuff. Yeah. I love montage days. I love doing scenes where I didn't have to say a word. Yeah. Right? Just like, Hillary, we're going to put you through hair and makeup. You're going to come in and look out a window. Then you're going to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Hospital bed and montage days. God Mm. dang, I love that. Mm. Cool. Trey wants to know, who has been your most memorable artist that you've seen live in concert? Oh, Ooh. that's such a good question. Oh, oh, it's hard. That is really hard. Like, I know. I have the answer. Who, who is it? Okay. Who is it? So I was working at MTV when the White Stripes came out and got to mm. see like their first show in New York. And mm. every like all the record label people were there. Everyone was like, who is this, right? So I made a pact. I was like, I'm going to go to every White Stripe show that happens that I can like get to. It doesn't matter what state, doesn't matter where. I was obsessed with them. And I got to go see Jack White right as he was doing Van Leer Rose with Loretta Lynn. Oh my gosh. It wasn't announced. She was going to be there, but I had a feeling. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like watching him just like shred and it was incredible. And then all of a sudden he's like, you guys, I brought a special friend and I burst into tears before she even hit the stage. Oh. And she comes out in this glittery ball gown, like Glinda, Glinda, oh, of course. From Wicked, or from Wizard of Oz. I guess Wicked is the secondary reference. Um, and I burst into tears because Aww. you knew it was the only time you were going to see something like that. You knew it was magical. You knew it was honoring this woman's mm. legacy and music. And I have always been obsessed with her, so... Yeah, that was it. Wow. Oh my God, I love that. I I remember, I have a few. I don't know that I could pick one, but Mariah Carey, that was my first concert in Madison Square Garden, the first time I ever saw, and that was in her like little black dress, long curly hair phase when she first came out with that first album. And it was incredible to see one woman take over an entire stadium, basically. I mean, it was all mm-hmm. of Madison Square Garden. Um, yeah. I saw Adele do the same thing many years later at uh, the Staples mm-hmm. Center in LA. And I I got pulled up on stage at a Bon Jovi concert <gasps> once. So that That's probably fun. wins just mm-hmm. because yeah. <laughs> when would that ever happen ever again in life? Well, also that's like the New Jersey dream, man. Yeah. That's like yeah. goals. <laughs> I saw yeah. Bon Jovi in Jersey. I was wearing a, a zip-up a denim onesie that was skin tight yes. and I got pulled up on stage and just hung out with Bon Jovi on stage for like 10 minutes. It was so fun. How old were you? Uh, 19, 18, 19. That's incredible. Yeah, that's a good that's one. so fun. All right, so that wins. It's funny listening to you guys. Yeah, my brain is like this, oh, this, oh, this. Like when, the, when I asked the question and then Hillary, you had an answer, like literally my brain through when we went and saw Lucero in Wilmington together. Oh, oh my God. I totally forgot about that. And so I'm like, wait, is it nights that like we saw concerts? Is it like the best concert you've literally ever seen? But I remember, I I forgot about it too. And then I remember (sighs) being in that little long theater with that creaky wood floor, just like drinking beers in plastic cups, Mm -hmm. shouting the lyrics to my best girl. And like, 
oh, just feeling so cool. And you'd introduce me to that band. Dude. And then like, when I think mega shows, I, I'm like, well, is it, is it like Beyonce at the Rose Bowl, which was I truly mean, one of the coolest wow. shows I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And it was her and Jay-Z. And there was a part where the stage literally started to roll forward and you didn't realize that what looked like the side barricades were giant channels for wheels and the and they rolled over the crowd and what? we all were just like what is happening it was like it was like they moved a highway like <gasps> out from the stage out over the crowd and people were it was like it was just the most incredible production what? of anything i've ever seen and like she's Beyonce? Yeah, there's only one. <laughs> you know? Like, what? It doesn't make any sense. She's so incredible. But then you just said Adele, and I'm like, oh my god, I just saw her in Vegas this year, and it was... Unreal. Like, again, it's Adele. The, these are iconic women. I knew she was going to be amazing, and then people asked me how the show was, and I was like, I on no level was I prepared for how incredible it was going to be, how yeah. impressed I was going to be. I had no idea I was going to cry. Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I was like crying in the theater listening to Adele. But it Feelings. was so incredible. So I don't know. It's like I, I, I have those small moments. And then and then these kind of big ones that just feel nuts. That was the thing I miss most in the pandemic. I didn't miss oh. in the pandemic. I love staying home. Live music. I missed live music. Yeah. Me too. So much. So, so much. I've gotten to see a couple of friends play recently. And it's been... So incredible. Tovlo just did a show at the Will Turn. And when I tell you, 200 people that we know in LA all showed up because it was like, it's been so long since we've been able yeah. to go to music regularly. And it was so yeah. special. And then, I mean, you guys know I'm going to like internally be a club kid forever. And our friend <laughs> yes, Dom, you are. She's like, there's this DJ from middle of nowhere. And also, <laughs> and we were out till Ooh. six in the morning. <laughs> Truly, I'm like, give me a beat. And I, it's like, it like soothes my, it, like my ADD stuff. And I, it just, it makes me <laughs> feel so good. And our friend Dom, who I joke is like literally my child, it goes by Dom Dalla and is one of the biggest DJs in the world now. And we watched him play Red Rocks two oh, nights in a row. Oh, so cool. And I was like, like we traveled out there and his mom was like oh it's so nice to meet his u.s parents and i was like oh my god your actual mom is here <laughs> and by the way she stayed out later than any of us yeah dude and i just like any genre of music how good is it i can't wait to be 70 years old and still hitting it we're doing it girls. yes we're doing oh, it i will drag y'all to clubs let's go that was a good question yeah I like it. Let's see. Gaylene wants to know if Lucas hadn't just found out Dan killed Keith, mm. do you think he would have still had the same reaction to Karen and him kissing? Hmm. I don't know. Lucas has done some weird shit. Like, he lived with Dan. Yeah. You know? I don't know if he would have pulled a gun on him, but yeah. I do think he would have lost his mind. Yeah. I don't think he would have liked it, knowing how manipulative Dan is. But I agree. I don't think he would have gone batshit crazy if Dan was just some, you know, wasn't a murderer. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of complex feelings there for sure. And it's it would have been very upsetting. I could see him throwing a fit or yeah, storming out. Or being like, and, what are you doing? And yeah. like, you know how he treats Deb and Nathan. He's yeah. got so much other ammo to not like Dan. But yeah. this, this, this is pretty gnarly. We got a lot of Dan content. Emily wants to know, do you think Dan turned himself in 
because of Nathan's reaction, which is interesting because Lucas also had a big reaction. Or did the guilt set in after holding Lily, uh, who is Karen and Keith's daughter, for some of the folks at home who may not remember that? Uh, Emily continues saying, I was always surprised that he turned himself in. Hmm. Interesting, interesting, Dan, the murderer questions today. What do we think? <laughs> I think sometimes people just get exhausted, honestly. Like yeah. in the cases that we've covered on my show, and then I have friends. I have, I have some friends who are criminals that have also turned themselves in. I think you just reach a point where you realize the con isn't going to work anymore. And the idea of just like being able to go to a cell and sleep is almost <laughs> like a relief. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The honesty is just a relief. I can get off this bike. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with remorse or like regular human emotion. I think it's probably self-preservation. It's exhausting to keep it going. Yeah. Well, Becca wants to know if you ladies could play any villain on the show, movie, on, oh, if you ladies could play any villain on any show, movie, or play, who would you want to portray? <gasps> any? I like that she put play in there because that's fun, too. Mm. Um, Betty Davis and Whatever Happened to Baby Jane yes! is just oh. so unhinged and delicious. Iconic. God, I loved it. Betty Davis was kind of great overall, just in like, everything because even when she was playing like a young debutante she's still the bad guy like she's the bad guy in everything yeah. this is a tough one like there's fun like the heiress in dirty rotten scoundrels mm -hmm. i can't remember her character's name but especially the musical version is so fun hmm. or i'm trying to think the first person that came to mind was um that pinter play about uh, the husband and wife and it's so interesting because you never quite know who is everybody's a villain and everybody's a victim at the same time. It's yeah. really interesting. Um, what's that one called too? I got to look that up. What about like Madame Tenadier in Les Mis? Oh, fun. Oh, yes. Yeah. Or like uh, in Sweeney Todd, Mrs. Oh, um, oh Mrs. Lovett. What's her name? Mrs. Lovett. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Mrs. Lovett would be so fun. Uh, by the way, that's how I always felt about Cruella DeVille. I was yes, like, Cruella. I want to play her and then they did such a good job like god emma stone did such yeah. a good job that movie was outstanding i was like i'm all in like i'm in they just they nailed it so it was mm -hmm. cool to see something that i'd always thought would be such a good adaptation be better than i could have even imagined i wanted to hate it and i am such a dork for it Oh, I loved it. Because when you feel territorial about something, you're like, oh, God, they're going to ruin this. And they sure didn't. They, they sure didn't. didn't. <laughs> they made it incredible. Yeah, that was a fun question. I loved it. Oh, and this is a good one to end on. Lorraine asks, if Facebook and Instagram were used in the first seasons, how would you imagine the show with social media? Haley posting songs, Brooke being an influencer on Instagram. Well, Peyton Sawyer with her webcam is definitely on OnlyFans. <laughs> She's Oof. just like, want some of this? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that a storyline on Euphoria? Like we had our dorky little webcam and there was a character on that show, season one, that I think was doing. Oof, that's intense. Like 
cam girls. She was a cam girl or something. Oof. Oh, man. Too much. It's dark. Yeah, I'm really glad we didn't have to deal with that Me on the too. show. I'm really glad we didn't have to grow up with it. Um, How do you, that's such a hard thing to tell a story, like, because it's inside a world that is, it's in a computer. It's like in a robot. How do you, we would have spent so much time, what, filming our phones, looking at our phones, posting things. I guess, you know, people have figured it out. There's plenty of TV shows and movies out there that feature those things. But um, yeah, I'm with you. I agree. I'm glad we didn't have to deal with that. I don't know. I Yeah, I do think it would be a very easy extension. Haley having a music profile online. Brooke probably would have been some version of an influencer and had a dynamic there for Closeover Bros. Peyton would have been like the go-to, you know, like she would have been the like vice media, like music kind of person that everyone was turning to for emerging bands. I, I think it all would track. I, I'm just... Glad that we didn't have to. <laughs> I love analog, man. Yeah, I think stuff's going to swing back. Even with like chat GPT, I heard that they're now going to make kids like handwrite their essays again. Good. To avoid making, you know. Yeah. To avoid them being able to do that computer shit. And I was like, this is how it's going to go. We're going to go back yeah. to pen and paper. We're going to yep. go back to yeah. being in person. My yep. son hates yeah. the telephone. Hates it. Won't carry it. I'm like, perfect. Good. Good for him. I, I actually just read this article about these two young guys. I think they're 19 and 20 or 20 and 21. They're like young computer geniuses who have created um, essentially like a, it's a web browser that will tell you what is chat GPT and what is human created. And Ooh. their whole goal as these Gen Z kids is they're like, no, we don't want everything to come from a computer. We want to know what's human. And so it's a browser you can install that will identify whatever Ooh. you're looking at, anything that comes from AI and what doesn't. And I was like, see, they wow. don't want it. They don't want it. We don't want it. Mm-hmm. Enough. I want that. I want that browser. That's cool. Yeah, right? I got I to gotta find the article. Well, thanks for Q&Aing us. Yeah, keep sending them questions. We'll keep doing more of these things. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And 
I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate and having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays, and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped, and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut. And I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Is it hoarding if it's boots? I don't think so. A woman can never have too many pairs of boots. It's the perfect gift for your loved ones and for yourself. So this festival and concert season is all about boots. Everybody has to show up in style and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert with all your friends. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 